0: What is up wrestling fans welcome back to a brand new episode of ringside rewind and oh baby oh baby do we have a good one on tap for you today of course i am chris jardine aka snaggle j one half of the podcast wrestling tag team champions of the world and as always flanked holding the little white rope in the corner ready for the hot tag it's my main man mr chris doyle
1: Thanks for getting in the time machine today, Snaggle. We're heading back to 1998. I was in college in Woodstock, New Brunswick, the night that this show aired. As a matter of fact, I may have even watched it live.
0: Wow, I was in grade 10 at the time of this show. But this was, you know, an overused term in the wrestling sphere is the dawning of a new era or just a new era in general it seems like every other month we're into some new era of wrestling but is
1: this the- a, would you consider this an undisputed
0: era uh perhaps but this raw that we're going to watch tonight is definitely one of those new era points not only in in WWE or WWF at the time uh in the Monday Night Wars but just in general uh because we are going to be uh doing a watch along so while i'm doing the intro and chris and i are talking get your wwe network fired up march 30th 1998 why is that important well this is the first raw of the stone cold steve austin era but That's not why we're watching this Raw, because between this episode of Ringside Rewind and the next episode, we are going to be bookending with some Shawn Michaels-related shows. So this, the first Raw after WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels dropped the title to Stone Cold Steve Austin in the Mike Tyson match. He's gone at this point uh, until I think it was a few months he comes back as commissioner. Spoiler alert. But this is the first post michaels raw and then on the next episode of ringside rewind we are going to cover hbk's in ring return in Mm. mid 2002 um which will i don't think that one's going to be a watch along but we're doing a watch along today chris what do you remember most about this point in time in in wrestling
1: um this was basically smack dab in the middle of the monday night wars Uh, Here in Canada, we got Raw and Nitro at the same time. So you could watch both shows. They weren't airing at the same time because they were both on TSN. Um, So you would kind of go back and forth. I do remember watching the previous night's WrestleMania at a bar, once again, in Woodstock called The Loft, where they showed pay per views uh, every month with a bunch. I had a bunch of wings and may have had a uh, cold beer or two. While I was uh, watching the show, uh, Mike Tyson was a was a big thing, but we didn't quite know how big it was going to be going forward.
0: Yeah, I think this is sort of like you said, right, smack dab in the, in the Monday Night Wars. I think this is sort of one of those points, and we'll talk about it more as we're as we're watching this episode of Bra. Um, this is sort of we're kind of even back to sort of even footing, right? we're in the middle of this, of the 83 weeks at this point um of wcw nitros you know dominating run but like wwf has turned the corner they have they are putting together respectable ratings it's not like it was at this point a year earlier where you know it was pretty much do- wcw dominated monday nights now both programs are putting together some very, very, uh, good programming. And again, you know, as we get through this show, right. It's the start of the Austin era. Um, there's a lot of other sort of key points that we're going to touch on as they happen. But yeah, this is just, I think this is sort of the start of the period of time that most people would agree is the best period in the history of wrestling.
1: And it's also that I believe this would be considered the first raw after WrestleMania, I agree when that when that became the thing, the what if you if you weren't gonna watch Monday Night Raw every week, you were gonna watch the Raw after WrestleMania live, and that was a big deal up until the past couple of years.
0: Yeah, I agree. So again, get your WWE Network fired up. It's Raw March thirtieth, nineteen ninety eight. Now, even though the Raw intro in these eras was absolutely hot fire. We're going to pick it up with the skip intro function. So we are one minute and 40 seconds in. Feel free to pause the podcast and enjoy that 100 seconds of sweet, sweet raw intro. But we're going to skip it. So one minute and 40 seconds. Let's get our everything synchronized in three, two, one, go.
2: Crowd cheering.
0: Oh, man. The old days of. Crowd cheering, fireworks. Iro and Ballyhoo, as it's called on the saw,
1: WWF scripts s- at the time.
0: Signs and like just the signs, the hype. Everything is is like look at the signs. Yeah. All the Austin signs. Again, you got to remember, right? Austin's this is Austin's first night as WWF champion. Albany, in Albany New York, the, baby. Yeah. If we're going to go somewhere, we're going to Albany, baby
1: Sold out in the Pepsi Arena? Yep Would that have been Albany? Was there uh, Albany, New York? I'm trying to think what might be there Look at that! Not not the king, it's Jim Ross and Michael Cole Michael
0: Cole, that's right
1: By the way, this is 24 years ago
0: Yeah, I know, almost getting there that's pretty um a here comes, it's
2: Oh, there the comes the man.
0: So the TV say what of you will about Vince will
1: go, yep. say what you will about Vince is that's a heck of a suit.
0: That is like I
1: can't a carry a suit off like that.
0: That is definitely a heck of a suit. i I
1: have a I have the McFoley disease, which is the more I dress up, the worse I look.
0: Uh, so of course right there was you got to remember in the lead up to Wrestlemania there was some tension between Vince and and Steve right you know Vince appeared to be on the side of Shawn Michaels didn't think that Austin would be uh, becoming of the WWF champion as he grew fond of saying tyson was to be the special enforcer and of course uh you know at the end of it tyson ends up screwing degeneration x cancel one two three there's a belt we didn't see for very uh, long. yeah the blue the blue leather big eagle um and that that's, this is the debut of the big eagle correct yeah i believe right up this is
1: oh my vince's mic's not working Somebody's getting fired,
0: but yeah, this is Looks the like debut. Was-
1: uh,
0: this is the first time anyone has seen the Big Eagle belt with the and the, the blue strap version did not last more than I think a week or two before they went to a a black leather version, right? Yeah, I, I don't. I
1: didn't like Big Eagle. I was more uh, of the older Eagle belt that I think Austin's going to come out with.
0: Yeah. Listen to the crowd reaction for
2: Austin. It is um
0: Again, there he comes. Huge ovation. Austin is just mega overlook. He sees the new belt, looks at his old belt
2: First things first, he should have kept the old one and threw the old one, the new one down, yeah. Dropping it on Vince's foot when Vince sells am- amazingly. Yep. Yep. But so really, again, you that's- gotta
0: remember, right? They're going head to head with Nitro, right? Nitro is in Chicago, Illinois, at the United Center. Twenty-one thousand people at Nitro, a sellout. Um, going head to head against this. Um, so you obviously you're gonna kick it off with Austin, the new belt. Um, try to get the show started on a hot here, and then see kind of what's going to happen between Austin and Vince. I'm sure it's going to go well. Oh no, this is this will be fine.
1: They'll
2: they'll shake hands and hug and no, that yeah. doesn't happen for a couple of years yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this match, uh, by the way, the first match on Nitro that night.
1: Was high voltage Kenny Chaos and Robbie Rage against Mike Enos and Wayne Bloom, who were, you might know as the Beverly Brothers or the Destruction Crew. Yeah, that match ended in a no contest.
0: Yep. Um, and the main event Nitro had built, uh, quite a main event uh, was Roddy Piper against Hogan, um, was what they countered with as their main event. Uh, and you got to remember, right, Nitro with that extra hour at this point, still. Yes. Um. two hour versus three hour show. Vince obviously straight up lying here saying he's proud of him. Uh,
1: <laughs> Being the world wrestling entertainment champion, according yes. to the uh, closed captioning.
0: Yes, of course. Despite the fact that you can clearly see a WWF logo up over Austin's shoulder and head there on the uh, on the on the media tower.
1: <laughs> At least they hadn't changed the. Uh... Uh, to the scratch logo on the turnbuckles yet, so we didn't have to see those uh,
2: blurred out.
0: yes I love. I yep. used i I used to love when Vince called him Mr. Austin, by the way. Mm-hmm. That always just that that it was just icing on the cake for me. That was always the best.
2: This must have been before Vince discovered Red Bull. Was there Red Bull in ninety eight? I
0: don't remember. Oh, I'm sure there probably was.
2: Let me tell you something, Vince. Yeah, I don't like that belt.
0: It's not my favorite.
2: Hmm.
1: If you were to buy one replica belt, what would it be?
0: Oh, limited to WWF or? Doesn't have to be. Mm. mm. Be tough. The big gold belt would be would be on the short list. It would be a tough decision between the big gold belt and um and the winged eagle. I think for me, I yeah again, I think, I love the big gold belt just because of how unique it is. Yeah. Um, and I think the AEW World Championship would be on that list. Be one of those yeah, three.
1: I like the AEW one. Uh, winged eagle would be. Definitely on that list and version four of the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Right. The one they had before
2: it became the world one. Yes. What? What? What did you say? Is this (laughs) rude? No, we're a long way from what before that.
0: Yeah, uh, we are. Yeah, I love you. What is in more like the second generation of Austin? Yeah, we've got some great matches coming up on this show too, featuring the likes of Kurgan against Chains. Oh, <laughs> coming nice. up, coming up here in a little bit. Ken Shamrock and Steve Blackman are gonna take on the Nation of Domination. Mark Mero against Taka Michinoku, the Midnight Express against the Headbangers for the NWA. World Tag Team Championship As well And uh, the New Age Outlaws Are going to take on Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie In a Steel Cage match um, Which I believe is for The vacant WWF Tag Team Championships
1: Uh, I don't think it was vacant But they Returned because they had won the titles At Wrestlemania They being pronouns pal Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie uh, but they had put the outlaws in the, in an illegal dumpster the night before.
0: Right. Yeah. Something so I think foolish. they gave them
1: back. Yeah.
0: So here we're getting some pretty heated uh, moments between Vince and Austin's playing to the crowd.
1: Speaking of things you couldn't do today, that would be doing a promo, uh, giving making fun of a man for saying, I love you to another man.
0: Yeah. No, Don't do right. that these days. No. I love the this way? the easy way or the hard way.
1: Like you can see the change in Vince. He's a little bit more. He's got yep. the the
2: frown on and the Heck of a toupee, too. Yes. What is your definition? This is
0: this again, right? They're setting this up now. Again, you gotta remember you're 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 transitioning. This is the second big transition of the decade for WWF. Um, you know, you had the transition from you know the big guy cartoon era, Hogan Warrior, to you know, the HBK Shawn Michaels era with a little diesel mixed in. Now you're transitioning again, right? Sean is gone, Brett is invisible at this point. Um, you know, it, this is Austin's time. So they're setting this up. You know, with the easy way, hard way. You know, they're really gonna set this up as as a McMahon Austin
1: feud. Like we're not. You got to remember, it was just what six months ago that Vince had become an on air. Mm-hmm. Character with the Montreal screw job. So, I mean, he hadn't. Oh, see, like, looking right at that hard camp and giving that. Ah, what should I do?
2: Kick. Wham. Terrible stunner. <laughs> Although not as bad as the uh, Madison Square Garden one. <laughs> Uh guess uh, Austin's gonna do things the hard way.
0: Yeah. Of course, it, it, by me saying too about saying that Brett is invisible, he obviously Brett's in WCW, but he's invisible there. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, pretty much. You know, he's doing nothing in WCW. He's gone. So again, you've set this up, right? Austin's your guy. This is the definition of of a new era. You put the belt on Austin. Now he's your guy. Re- and really, when you look up and down again, you're still a company that ha- you know is losing. You're you're losing the competition.
2: You know,
0: so you're trying to figure out right. Shawn Michaels, for better or for worse, was one of the faces of your company. He's gone. You know, so you're trying to figure out, well, listen, we're still losing. We're still in second place, but we've been gaining momentum. How do we keep that going? Obviously, you can't roll Mike Tyson out every week. You know, it's. Um. Why haven't they cut out the commercials? <laughs> I love that they haven't cut out the commercials, by the way.
1: Oh, it must uh, for the the replay Because back in the day They would do Tuesday night replays Of the pay-per-views Yeah Where they would show everything but the finishes
0: That's right But yeah, so like it's interesting to see Right, you know, WWF figure out Like That they have lightning in a bottle With this whole Austin McMahon angle And you know, they're This is kind of the start And we're off to the races here Sean's out of the picture you don't really have a next either, right? Like who else is around at this point out with other than The Undertaker? Really, yeah. really nobody. Um like the Rock is still in the nation at this point. Um, and you know, Austin and Rock did have a really great intercontinental title feud that obviously they are going to rekindle in the future um for the WWF heavyweight championship, but you don't really have an heir apparent number one contender. So what do you do? You're going to try to capture that never before looked at heat between the owner of a company and the world champion. And I mean, it's safe to say that it worked out in the end. We uh, we just saw J.R. Michael Cole. That
1: look with the raw jacket is on J.R.'s um, action figure that come out around this time. It's the only WWE action figure I have. And on it says Warzone, and on the other side says Tony. <laughs> oh, here nice. we go.
0: LOD 2000 Yeah, with Sonny. It's 1998, but we've got LOD 2000. With the hockey sunny. helmets. The hockey helmets, yeah. What a, just a dumb look. Ah, the Bariquas! Los Bariquas. <laughs>
1: LOD just coming back the night before at WrestleMania to win uh, tag team battle Royal with Sonny as their manager. I don't think Sonny lasted too long as their manager. Did she? I don't,
0: I don't think, think so. I don't think LOD 2000 lasted very long. <laughs> so, you know, it definitely wasn't. Um, yeah, it definitely was not, they were not long for,
1: I mean, yes. God bless WWE for trying to do something with LOD at this time. Like,
0: yes, because uh, Sunny was was not very long for this team, and then they brought in Draws, um, yeah. and Draws would would fill in for Hawk. Um, they would call him Puke, uh, and then at that, oh, Paul Ellering actually returns as well, right?
1: Yes, because uh, he turns on LOD to join yeah. uh, Disciples of Apocalypse.
0: like God, it's.
1: <laughs> yeah, one, two, three. Thanks for coming A out.
0: A 34-second squash job uh, for LOD 2000. Now, here's the thing. I-, I have to point out. There is one, two, three, four, five, six. There are seven matches on this Raw. None of them last five minutes. The longest match on this card is four minutes
2: and 41 seconds.
0: I'm sorry but like Sunny was nice to look at but my god She's hard on the ears Yeah, <laughs> The worst and thing I'll they listen, are, did was give her a microphone
1: the, I'll say this Because we can be smirmy now About LOD 2000 and, and yep. the, When they came out at Wrestlemania To kick off the show I yeah. popped
0: Because I, oh, yeah. I
1: I'm a huge LOD fan
0: Yeah Oh yeah, LOD, the Road Warriors I mean, they are one of the most decorated Tag teams in the history Of wrestling, right? Yeah. No exception I think having Sonny as their Manager, you know I think they saw Very quick that it was an absolutely dumb Idea um, Well,
1: Hawk Hawk was smack dab in the middle of his Issues at the Demons yeah. I think you called yeah. it at the time Kevin oh, no. Kelly, now Uh New Japan commentator he's spending The next I think Four months in Japan
0: Yeah. Arrested Vince Vince looking to get Austin Um, Arrested
1: One of the best things WWE has ever done Have Austin arrested No this ad that's showing here now With classy Freddie Blassie And Killer Kowalski And Big Cat
2: Love these Gorilla Gorilla
0: Patterson.
2: Pat Patterson. And to this day, they still use the Freddie Blassie footage from this. Yep. Yeah. Nice to see Big Cat got all dressed up. Mm-hmm. I think Gorilla was. Uh, because Gorilla had just appeared
1: the night before at WrestleMania as the uh, one of the judges in the was that the Brawl for All that happened yeah. at fourteen? Yeah. Yeah. Not that they needed
0: judges for that. Oof. No. But I think, and the thing is too, right? WWE's always been amazing at honoring the legends. You know, in this era, honoring the legends of the of the seventies and eighties and even before, you know, even in the in the 2000s looking back to the 80s, like they've always done a great job of building video packages um around, you know, their legends. The disciples okay. of the apocalypse.
2: Cuz that can can
1: that that's kind of one of those little funny things that they put in because disciples of apocalypse always were Ah, uh, Shawn Michael. Like they were the guy that beat up Shawn, guys that beat up Shawn Michaels in the back when he kind of got at it. oh look at this.
0: Here comes the Acadian Giant Kurgan.
1: And if you're a current fan, you may recognize that guy in the front as Don Callis.
0: Yep. And Don Callis, not a little dude. Um <laughs> Kurgan. Um just Making him look like dwarf-like size. Um, Oh,
1: listen! I've been face to chest with Kurgan once, and you—you know—you hear on TV, oh, he's a giant, and you know you wouldn't believe it unless you saw it on TV.
2: Well, believe it, because he—the man—is huge. Yep.
0: He fit the mold of what Vince wanted in the ring: big, tough, strong, and. Absolutely no lick of how to wrestle
1: The one time I The one of the times I saw him Was in Target in Munton And Mm -hmm. he's in jogging pants A hoodie And what I have to believe was size 18 Reeboks
0: Yep uh, Alumni member of Atlantic Grand Prix Wrestling Yep
1: I think he's doing shows this year I think I saw that
2: Possibly. I don't think he's,
1: he's doing autographs at, at some of the local independent shows. He'll do that around Munton, right? Like, cause I mean, that's where he's living and when he's not off doing movies. Right. Sherlock Holmes. Uh, he was in 300. Like we're not talking small time movies here.
0: No, he was in some big box office, um, box office movies.
1: Now Chains, he was also known as Brian Lee Who now, was He was the underfaker
0: That's right Now 1998, a very big year For Kurgan, I have to say uh, Your close personal friend, Dave Meltzer um, He would actually Win a Wrestling Observer Newsletter Award for 1998 Would you like to know what it is? Um, Do I go for the joke or do I go for the truth? Uh, well, I'll go for the truth It'd probably be worse wrestler Worst tag team of 1998 for his eventual partnership with Golga. Golga, of course, better known as John Tenta, or better known as Earthquake. Uh, They would form a tag team as part of the oddities.
1: Yeah, we're not too far away from the oddities here. The Claw!
0: Oh, my God, he's got the Claw! No! Shut up, Callis. Don Cal? You're going in back then. He gets the claw, and oh my god, one, two, three with the claw. Two yeah. minutes and 14 seconds. Kurgan picks up the dub.
1: And if you could have heard the audio, what you would do is you would hear Don Callis tell JR about this kid back in Winnipeg named Kenny, who uh, is going to be a heavyweight champion years down the line. Oh, Never. music. Who's this coming now? No. No. Oh,
0: it's just Kurgan's music.
1: Oh, it's just Kurgan's music.
0: Yeah. He still has the claw. Oh, my God. Just he's, he's clawing him right out of here. What in the Jehovah's? <laughs> Listen,
1: good for you, Brian Lee, for walking backwards like that.
0: Yeah, a little, a little backwards crab walk. Referee yeah. putting really no effort in to try to get him to break the hold here.
2: Yeah, get thanks, the, Jack. Get, get, thanks get for help.
0: Jesus, officials out here. Yeah. Austin waiting for the cops. Oh, here they come. Lights on. Yeah. A little UC unit here pulling in. Yeah. Guaranteed yeah. none of these guys are actual cops. No so shot. driving
2: a Mitsub- Mits- Mitsubishi or?
0: No, uh... oh, it looked like a Crown Vic. Oh, no.
2: Uh, mankind.
0: Mankind Ooh. in the old Jack's toy commercial.
1: I got to say something about the toys. I have become a huge fan of like toy hunts and stuff like that on, uh, on YouTube guys like Ethan page and the major wrestling guys. Mm -hmm. I can spend hours watching that stuff.
0: Yeah. It's very interesting to watch really. Yeah.
1: And then I go, Hmm, I should search and see if I can find toys that I like. And then I realize how expensive they are and go, Oh No.
0: It's crazy. I mean, the the market for that stuff, it's it's kind of a lot like, I mean, it's a little bit different in terms of where it is in its life cycle, but it's a lot of like retro video games at this point, right? If you're yeah. not, if you weren't in the retro video game market 10 years ago, you can't afford to get into it now. Uh, and, and 10 years ago is being generous, but that like, I feel like the wrestling, the vintage wrestling toy market, you probably needed to be in it more like five plus years ago. Yeah. Tennessee Lee.
1: Oh my Robert Filler Fuller.
2: Or Colonel Robert Parker, depending on yep. your vintage. Ain't he great?
0: J E double double T. Look oh, at the this. horse. Look at this. Uh, Absolute horse. horrendous entrance. The horse, the flashing jacket, the peace sign, the double J. What in the sweet holy hell are we looking at?
1: How scared do you think that horse is at this point?
0: Apparently why the lights are off. Although, to be fair, I bet you that's probably a... Well, I mean, you're in Albany, New York. I was going to say the likelihood of it being a show horse might be low. But you would think maybe yeah. they would get a show horse or something. A horse that was used to some crowds, maybe. But in Albany, New York, I don't know, man. Is I don't, That doesn't seem like big horse country to me. Oh, man. Doing
1: the old Fargo strut. Look at Fuller in the back. Just...
0: Loving, loving getting a paycheck.
1: Yeah. All the stories you've ever heard about Robert Fowler, all of them are true.
2: He was the Brian Pillman of his time.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, we're off to a, just an absolute banger of a of an episode here. Ooh, yeah, man. Hey,
2: Augula, didn't he? He and he ended up being Poppy Chulo later on, I believe. Uh, yes,
0: he, w- uh, he was Papi Chulo.
2: Yeah, Lita's first. Also also
0: uh, known as S.A. Rios.
1: S.A. Rios. When he was S.A. Rios the first couple of times he was around, Lita
0: yeah.
2: was his manager.
0: Yeah. Had a stint in TNA there as well.
2: Yeah. Had a heck of a match
1: the night before the show at WrestleMania with Takamichinoku. Fuller on, uh, or Tennessee Lee, I should say, on uh, commentary with uh, JR and Michael Cole.
0: This JR or uh, Double J's outfit is just the hot garbage look. <laughs> like, And he wore that, that for years. He did, and it's horrible. Of course, at this point, he's back right, on the Indies know, now, too. Yeah.
1: He did a GCW run here a couple of weeks ago. He's calling himself the last outlaw.
0: Oh, well, I mean, it fits. Anything to get Conrad some free publicity, I suppose. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, here's the thing, right? I think Double J, one of the few guys that WWE kind of has in that mid-card. The mid-card on WWF at this point is not... By any stretch of the imagination but very Interesting Rick because you've got guys like Double J um, You know Ken Shamrock I think is sort of in that in that mid Card at this point Steve Blackman As well the Rock has started getting there Mark Merrow's kind of there All guys that would have You know intercontinental title Runs over the course Of the next you know Probably year or so but Double J just I mean I've never been a big Jeff Jarrett fan. It just hasn't, he's never had a character that I've enjoyed. I think the the closest thing that J that double J's ever had to somebody that I look at that. Well, there's a, <laughs> and a half. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm smart. I rolled into it. Look at me. I'm so yeah, smart. I, he'd
1: have, if I have stayed where I was, he'd have missed me by 14 feet, but
0: yeah. But I mean like, oh. I think the, the the only double J character I ever really enjoyed was like in the earlier days of TNA when he was the king of the mountain. Yeah, just an absolute cocky piece of crap because I felt like that was actually what double J was like. You know what I mean? Like a, yeah. like like to me, right? A lot of the best wrestling characters are somewhat laced in reality. Oh, he get, he once gets everybody out of the way, shakes his hand, raises his hand. Here comes the strut. Oh, 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 yeah. One, two, three. Oh, no, the lethal weapon! Oh, my God, what a pump kick. Yeah. And the clothesline.
2: Oh, Tennessee. No, no,
1: you wouldn't hit a man
0: who like takes his head like off. Steve Jackman, am I right? Whoop! Yeah. Oh, Jimmy no. white. oh, from behind the lethal weapon is down.
2: It's hard to have a manager that's taller than you
0: are. Yeah. That's six time hardcore champion, Steve Blackman to you, by the way. <laughs> Honestly,
1: and I will say this, when I was ring announcing, that was actually one of the problems that we had is I was taller I'm like six foot. Yeah. And I'm a big, I'm a big, when I was ringing Anthony, I was probably running 350 or so. So I'm that much bigger than a lot of the guys on the rosters. And that honestly is a bit of an issue because right. there was a few, there was a few times we would have guys like kind of try to intimidate me, like get up in my face. Oh, and Austin. I would have to, I would have to go, oh, here we go. Austin getting Austin's on McMahon. Austin's, Austin's, arrested.
2: Austin's arrested. That's it.
0: Oh, Sergeant Slaughter, of course. All a, a part of uh, McMahon's lapdogs at this point. With, Commissioner uh, Slaughter
1: at this point, I guess. Commissioner Slaughter,
0: yep. Uh, you've got Commissioner Slaughter. you got Briscoe, Patterson, the Stooge Group. We'll be back! And we're back. one 800
1: It's the easy way to save. And by WWE The Music Volume 2. Experience your favorite of Camelot Music. And The Wall!
0: <laughs> the Wall. Is that WCW's, The Wall? <laughs> and you can see, right, every single break they come back from, they are talking, referencing Austin McMahon, right? We've seen two replays of the nut shot. Here's now another replay of him being taken out. Again, They every single commercial break, they are coming back with Austin Rock, or Austin McMahon, Austin McMahon. This is going to be... The focal point of their programming for months and months and months and months to come is the the, and look at that you got the uh, Cactus Jack just kind of standing there, like, Hey, what's happening? There's Terry Funk right on the side, and here they go.
1: Listen, WWE The Music Volume 2 had lots of great songs, (laughs) uh, like uh, Dark Side from The Undertaker uh ode to freud from mankind uh if you wanted uh sonny's uh, i know you, you want me and then uh sexy boy was on there as well
0: well some great some great tunes there for sure here we go now that car was full so obviously a couple of cops got left behind to make room for yeah. uh steve Os mcmahon the wave goodbye now he's and that's it pretty...
1: well that that's the last we'll see of Austin tonight, right?
0: Yeah, I imagine. Anytime yeah. any wrestler ever was taken to jail, he never comes back later in the episode to do anything. No, it's true. Fans booing. Why are they booing? Oh, oh, here's why they're booing. Because the McMahon, Slaughter, and Briscoe coming back out to the ring.
1: And because Patterson's not there, we will not get any reference to the Briscoe brothers' uh, body shop, who is uh, very good at rear end work.
0: So I've heard. Yeah. So I've heard. <laughs> Slaughter and Briscoe stay on the outside here. Vince, is like, give me a damn mic. Now that Austin's gone, I'm gonna trash him a little bit here. You watch. Yeah. No Christmas cards. No, that's right, Jr. Again, this is all about gathering heat. Yeah,
1: we're we're into the let's make Vince as much of a heel as possible.
0: Yeah, still he's still kind of like a you know trying to act in the best faith of the company at this point, right? Um, yeah, you know we're still a little while away from full blown crazy heel.
2: He gets to, oh he goes, he's only going to jail for twenty four hours. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's a choice.
0: Oh, see? So little, little sneak peek there at the end of the saucy vince that we're going to get a lot of. Right? Mm-hmm. Damn it, I selected mine. Flips the microphone and away he goes. A 30-second heat-gathering exercise here.
1: Nice to see Slaughter and Briscoe picking up a check
0: yeah I mean they're gonna they're if they're getting paid by the second on air, man, this is a banner night for both of them. Huge announcement. Triple there you go. Triple H, the European champion in China. a big announcement. What could it be
2: Oh, he's gonna drop the hammer? And again, right, you talk about a new
0: era. This is, this is a new era for more than Steve Austin. This is a huge new era for Triple H as well, right? I mean, up until this point, you know, he was Sean Michael's was... Fl- flunky, for the lack of a better term. You know, he, he he was punished for the curtain call. But now this is his coming out party tonight. One of the speaking best of, Yeah. Speaking, speaking of the of superstars
1: color. coming up.
0: Look at that purple. Again, purple strap on the IC tilt. Ugly as hell.
2: Dilo and Mark Henry in the background. Godfather's there as well. Yep. Farouk. You'll see him in a minute, probably telling Rocky to shut up. Playing the SmackDown. Rocky showing some respect to the yeah. leader of the uh, nation. Buttering him up. Farouk, Ron Simmons, the latest guest on these uh, Stone Cold. Stone Cold.
1: Yeah. yeah, the uh, Broken Stone Skull, Skull, Skull
0: Sessions. Broken Skull Sessions, that's right. And
1: there's the uh, copyright. That means the show is over, right?
0: <clears throat> yes, of course.
1: Of course well, because, it's over. well, for ratings purposes, there was two shows. There yep. was Raw, and, and the War Zone, I believe. War Zone, yeah. Oh, and they do—they're doing the intro. Here comes yep.
0: <laughs> the same intro, but they have some War Zone graphics. They're gonna flash here at the end of it.
1: Yeah, and again, it was for ratings purposes. So then they could say, and uh, USA Network could say that they had two shows in the top ten or top five.
0: Well, but but the also the other part is I believe for a while was there not a different age maturity level for each part of the show, or was it yes, always there was the a same? Different, no, it was a different that's right different
2: because was you got into the 10 rate.
0: p.m. Eastern hour, right? So the, yeah. the rules were a little more relaxed at 10 p.m. eastern, so the war zone could be a little edgier, and like JR even presenting it like it was a different show earlier tonight on raw is war. So, you know, again, just trying to keep up the whole, and there
1: might've been some uh, international stuff too, where they maybe only showed one at a time.
0: Yeah. Here comes the LOD. We're getting a little recap here of raw up until this point.
1: It, uh,
0: the, the three absolutely horrendous matches we saw this, this, Recap will probably last longer than those three matches combined um, Well, we recapped
1: the LOD entrance But we didn't recap the uh, Kurgan Chains match
0: No And we didn't recap any of the actual matches Just the LOD entrance with Sonny Just the entrance Here comes the nation We're going to get Farouk and The Rock in action here Against Ken Shamrock and Steve Blackman What a a tag team match that is
1: Steve Blackman going to make his second appearance of the night
0: Yep. You got Kama Mustafa there. Mark Henry. For, a yeah. Super Baruch, green Hall of Mark Famer.
1: Henry. Yeah. Mark Henry, uh, future Hall of Famer. Or no, he is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Rock. Future Hall, Hall of, of Famer. Famer. No.
0: Or is he in? Rock, Rock is in. Rock is in. All of these Baruch, guys are in except D.Lo Brown. Except D.Lo. Yeah. Because Ron, Ron is in, right? Yeah. Ron was in. Yeah. So everyone except D'Lo Brown is in the Hall of Fame. You think they ever put the nation in as a group? They should. Yes, Ron, was, Ron went in in 2012, actually. So 10-year yeah. anniversaries. Speaking of which, you bring up Hall of Fame. The first uh, Hall of Famer of 2022 has been announced.
2: Literally the, the
0: least surprising announcement. Undertaker's going in in Texas. The only thing that'll yeah. be surprising is whether or not he comes out in character, whether he just comes out as this more social Mark Calloway that we've seen in uh, the last year. or So, I think probably the latter.
1: Yeah, I think so too. So I
0: he think can he give a he, good, good speech and he, whatnot.
1: Yeah, he killed off the Undertaker character, I think, at that Survivor Series. Yeah, where they did the tribute to him and and Paul Bearer. Yep.
0: Yeah. Got to assume so, that Kane is going to be doing his uh, intro as well. His unless
1: that's the one Vince decides to do.
0: Yeah, I could see that too.
1: Anyway, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, you're walking down a dark alley. Which one of these teams do you want to see that want to, you know, kick your behind?
0: Because
1: myself, I'm going with uh, Shamrock and Blackman, because at least they'll make it quick.
0: The only thing I'm thinking is maybe I go Farouk and rock because maybe I have a chance to outrun Farouk. So like, you know, like, like he's a little, little bigger at this point. So I feel like maybe I could outrun Farouk. So in other
1: words, you'd want him angry and sweaty.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, neither of them is a great situation. I guess you're always worried with Farouk and the rock that they have, um, comma, Mark Henry and the Godfather as backup somewhere as well. True. Or, uh, comma comma and the godfather the same person obviously yeah. comma uh and mark henry <laughs> yes. uh the preamble to this match gonna last longer than the match itself book it
1: i'm i'm gonna oh yeah for sure i'm gonna
0: uh, uh no i'm gonna tag it what are you
1: doing
0: here you see a little bit of uh the sh- uh, the continuing showing of the crack in Nation of Domination here, um, this is something that's been boiling, you know, for quite a while. Ever since The Rock uh, got himself the Intercontinental Championship, then regained the Intercontinental Championship, there's been friction in the Nation, and which they're kind of, you know, again, it's all part of the Rock Star building experience. Of course, you know, The Rock would leave the Nation of Domination and would go on to do really nothing in the professional wrestling. Or any other entertainment uh, realm, for that matter. Nope. Um, just kind of a wasted uh, talent. Um, yeah, ha- hey, happy to never pick never up really a check once a year. year. Yep.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, definitely not one of the most successful people in the world. Uh,
1: <laughs> Why did Blackman I- do a pump pump kick on a drop down on Farouk? <laughs> like, Farouk, right. Farouk's down on the mat, and Blackman does the pump kick for no other reason.
0: Yeah. I think the thing is, right, Ooh you know, Blackman and Shamrock were the very common theme here. Neither of them are wrestlers. Um, They're, you know, again, very, you know, both very green in the ring, right? Martial arts background, which of course translates, you know, well. I mean, Shamrock's had a ridiculously long career between WWE and, and, you know, cage fighting. Um, You know, he did did some time in UFC. I mean, I feel like he's fought in pretty much every, Cage fighting promotion in the world. Yeah,
1: uh, some pride in Japan and, and things like that. Like
0: who yeah. was a pro wrestler
1: first and then went to MMA. Yeah. And then came back.
0: And we're in this era, right, of MMA guys sort of crossing over, right? Shamrock. Like Blackman was ne- was not really an MMA guy, but you know, he, he is a martial arts background, obviously. Um, I'm trying to think at what point does Dan Severn is Dan Severn? He's not on WWF at this point, right? I think that uh, if with... he's
1: not, he's soon because he was part of the NWA. He was NWA World Champion at the time.
0: Yeah. Let's see.
1: and that in a buck twenty five, it gets you a cup He started.
0: So Dan Severn started in the NWA in ninety five. Yeah, and then he was in. Oh, he was in Brawl for All. That's right. So Dan uh-huh. Severn is in WWE at this point because he still uh, participates in the king of the ring later this year uh, where he will lose to the rock in the semifinals um he will also be in the 99 um royal rumble as well before sort of ending his wwf run but yeah you're in this kind of era where there's some crossover because obviously ufc still very in its infancy at this point um oh the rock ab- abandoned oh it.
1: look at that
0: the Rock abandoning Farouk. And, of course, look at this. What's the nation going to do? The ro-
1: limping away. His ankle hurt from the ankle
2: lock the night before. Yep. And here's Farouk now. Farouk ready to...
0: Oh. There's a beautiful belly-to-belly oh. belly from Ken Shamrock. And the one, two, three with the... kill. Can- oh. That see that pisses me off so bad. <laughs> the camera when you, when misses the it. Three, when the three count hits and you're focused on literally anything else, I know the whole point of it is you're trying to focus on the rock. But like, come on. And then of course, no celebration from Shamrock or Blackman. They're just leaving. They're just gone. Shamrock yeah. tells Blackman, "Come down this way." Four. Yeah, we're not and even 20, going down the. We're not even going up the ramp. No. That four minutes and twenty-three seconds.
1: Terrible. That was a terrible belly to belly.
0: Yeah. When you get that almost angle as if of Farouk,
2: it.
1: Yeah. it's almost as if Ken didn't realize that Farouk may be a little bottom
2: heavy.
0: Oh, and then. Oh. So the nation is still at ringside.
2: They stayed with their leader. Oh, call him boy. That's, that, that's never good. Oof huh. You're gonna wear a good ass with.
0: <laughs> Farouk immediately with the face turn, oh, it calls out the rock And the rock's coming out.
2: There's a lot of people in this world that I may not want angry at me. Even to this day, Ron Simmons
1: might be one of them.
0: Yeah. Ron Simmons, of course, as we've said many times, the first African-American heavyweight champion in the history of wrestling. You see Ron Ron with the D-low push, the comma push. And look, now the nation trying to get in there and break this up. Got some referees. Yeah. Oh, and you Jim, notice Jimmy oh, okay. Corderas getting a shove. There's Patterson and Briscoe again. There's
2: Yeah. Timmy White.
0: Corderas,
2: Kyota. Rock going on his own. Yeah, This'll be it. He, listen, he come out, he come out to get his ball up and hope. Yeah. Ron says, get your butt down here again. Oh
0: no. Oh no. The nation has had enough of Ron Simmons and Farouk Farouk's BS. Yeah. They know
1: who it they know who it needs to be. They yeah. know who can get them those movie those movie roles. That's right. So, again, talking about new eras, this is a new era for the nation. Yeah. Where we
2: will get the leadership of The Rock. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rock Bottom. And we will get Nation member Owen Hart not long after this. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So it didn't work out real good for Ron Simmons. Cause he would eventually uh, team up with two cold Scorpio for a brief period of time. But then, and then later this year he would uh, form a tag team with uh, a somewhat known lad named Brad Shaw. And that tag team, I don't think really went anywhere, um, uh, but they were originally referred to as hell's henchmen with their manager. The, uh, who we saw earlier in the show, uh, the Jackal himself, Don Callis. Yeah.
1: Would we'll go so, on to
0: be the Acolytes. Yes. Don Callis would leave WWF. Uh, and then at that point, they were repackaged in the Ministry of Darkness, uh, which is, to me, to me, one of the most underrated factions. Uh, and would have had a much longer run if didn't have to deal with that corporate ministry BS. Mm-hmm. I feel like the ministry could have gone on for so much longer. We, we needed more naked Midian, you oh. know,
1: <laughs> no. nobody needs Midian.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so far, I mean, the theme of this raw has been a theme of change, right? Mm-hmm. New heavyweight champion. Michaels is gone. A new start for the nation of domination. DX has a big announcement coming up. Um, just a, a whole episode of change here. Yeah. Here's the rewind. Dial
2: 10-3-2-1. It's Pete Rose. Pete <laughs> oh, Rose. I
1: left a pair of tickets for Bill Buckner, but he couldn't bend over to pick him up.
0: Oh. Oh. I got it. It's Kane.
1: Boom. Sorry, Pete. That's only the first of a few times that Pete Rose was gonna get oh uh, uh, by the way, yeah. WWE Hall of Famer, Pete Rose.
0: Yeah, but not at least he got into hall one of Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. uh, as a like, I don't want to go down that road, but because I have a hate hate relationship with the baseball hall of fame. But Pete was always a good good laugh on uh, WWF programming when they rolled him out. Wasn't he the gobbledygooker at one point? Was, um, uh, no,
1: St. Lu- uh, the uh, St. Louis chicken Oh, the San Diego chicken San Diego chicken
0: Yes, that's right Oh, there's Jerry Yeah, Jerry only comes out for Warzone Because now he can talk about puppies Jerry, of course, with the uh, the shirtless jacket look And here we go We've talked about a new era And this being an episode of change And oh, baby Listen, here's the thing Most wrestling fans have seen this promo a million times. This to me was, you know, there's a line in this where Triple H will say the ball is in his court. Holy damn hell did he make it count in the three minutes that you're about to hear right here. Yeah. You know, this was, listen, we want to keep this DX thing alive. Sean is gone. You know. Figure it out And holy old hell did Triple H ever figure it out
1: Yeah he definitely Hits a home run on this one
0: This is the coming out party of Hunter Hearst Helmsley right here To about the 9000th degree
1: Now at this point Sean is gone From Wrestlemania He's left After Wrestlemania um, Went to the Wrestlemania Press conference afterwards Got kicked out yeah. Shane McMahon and a couple other guys told him go because it's not about you anymore.
0: Yeah.
2: We're going to talk about Mike Tyson here first. Some doubts that Triple yeah. H had about Mike Tyson. Yeah. Is he locked in? Again, Triple right? Triple H, the this, European champion at this time.
0: Yep. Again, just burying, not burying Sean, but again, you're 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 using that to move on, right? You're building off the Mike Tyson angle and trying to get Triple H out of Sean's shadow while being able to keep the DX gimmick alive. Because mm-hmm. to me, the Triple H led version of DX is a hundred million times better than the version of him and Sean, in my opinion. Obviously one trail blows the other, but DX yeah. is gonna go on. He'll he'll say it here in a second too.
2: The ball is in my court.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: hmm And this is before the triple h i'm triple h uh, yeah.
0: i'm yeah. the game uh. yeah Let's see so he starts talking about the genesis of dx basically dx
2: 2.0 do you think the dx
1: army was supposed to be the name, new name and they just, just realized kept- how dumb that was and probably just kept going
0: We are about to see some major shots fired in the Monday night wars here in about 10 seconds. I love that he tapped his arm for blood, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) And then we get a click reference.
2: And we're like, who is it? Yeah. Who's it going to be?
0: It's Sean Waltman.
2: Yeah, JR well look who's back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so again, this is the really the first major defection back of or even any defection, but obviously again, right? You know, yeah. one, two, three kid went to WCW as six. Um in the NWO. Now he's back. This is really the first big defection backwards. This Waltman
1: was got, huge news. Exactly. Waltman got fired from WCW because Bischoff was angry at Holland Nash.
0: Yep. Fired via Fax.
1: Fire yeah, fired via via fax. Tried to get him back after that, after they realized that Bischoff or after Bischoff realized that he had really angered Hall and Nash. And yeah. Waltman's like, uh, no, see you later. Yeah. And we're about to get a yeah. uh, shoot up here, cowboy. Yep. This
2: was, this is wild. The next two yeah. minutes of this is nuts. Uh,
1: Walton's gonna settle some scores right here yeah. right
0: about now <laughs> Walton's about you gave him a live mic.
2: oh well, there's Hogan <laughs> Wow,
0: that'll get a pop in any w w f arena at this time, yeah. I like how they spell it mustard and not mustard on the closed captions, by the way.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's giving some advice to Hulk.
0: <laughs> and I love, I love the king. Woohoo <laughs> I don't think they knew any of this was coming on commentary nope. either. This is completely unscripted, right? So Oh
2: yeah. Look at Hunter. He's just like, "Okay, kid." Yep. And these are like this group is, like, to this yep. day still, like, best of friends and. Yep. Oh, Kevin, Nash, Scott, Hall, Hunter's on that one. Hunter's so like, concerned i'm just like oh no <laughs> like really <laughs> the jr
0: things are getting out of hand here
2: <laughs>
0: look at hunter looking down at the ringside producer he's yeah, like oh yeah got- hey man he's got the mic man not me
2: it's better to ask for beg for forgiveness than ask for permission And who said one, two, three can't get a can't cut a promo? <laughs> so there it is. Yeah. DX
0: two point oh with X Pac and Triple H China just. Stoically quietly standing there holding the European championship. She's like, Oh yeah, we'll give you a hug. Yeah, okay, thanks, guys. Glad you're back, yeah. kid.
1: <laughs> okay. Here's a que- here's a question for you. That promo happens today with Twitter and Facebook and things like that. What's the reaction?
0: Absolutely nuts. I mean, here's the thing: you have parables to this, right? The the punk MJF promo where they reference, you know, the Miz and things like that. It, it instantly blows up like crazy All over social media That would be a trending Worldwide video clip If that was done today Would be number Five, top five trending videos On YouTube um, It would be crazy Would it be brought to you by Bop It? Yeah,
1: probably not Okay, we're going to tell people to suck it Right after the Bop It kids commercial <laughs>
0: suck it pop it i love it, it. <laughs> i love i love it jr the very bodacious sable and king says and mark marrow too uh, was, that a, was that a role reversal or what yeah Unforgiven in your house greensboro north carolina
1: jr says brought to you by Ten Three Two One. save up to 50 percent oh, if yeah. we were to give like people like 10 or 15 years younger than us maybe a little bit more this is 10, ten, three, two, one. What do you think they do?
0: What's the answers do you think we would get? Uh, I don't want to know what the hell's happening here. Oh, no, it's Val
2: <laughs> Watching one of his videos, yeah, like, I don't know about you, but I don't like
1: i like I don't like listening to myself, so I can't imagine. Doing like Val and watching myself.
0: (laughs) I'm not touching that one with a 10-foot pole. (laughs) They've
2: heard.
1: Oh, my
0: God. I do have to point out, too, um, there was a really, really good match on Nitro. Um, Booker T against Chris Benoit for the television championship um, is on Nitro uh, right around this time, I believe. Um, Ends up in a time limit draw. That's probably the, one of the only reasons to watch Nitro. Unless you want to see Bill Goldberg um, squash Ray trailer, um, which I don't think anybody would want to see.
1: What about uh, Kidman
0: and Disco Inferno? Definitely not. I don't want to see anything to do with Disco Inferno. Or Jim Neidhart defeating Kurt Henning by disqualification. Also, by the way, Marty Jannetty wrestled um for the Cruiserweight Championship Against Chris Jericho on the episode of Nitro tonight.
1: When I penetrate the world wrestling entertainment.
0: <sighs> this is. Uh... This is
1: still going.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm trying to talk over it to deflect uh, me s- listening s- to it and reading it on my screen. Um, squealing is... in the light. Yeah, yeah, I'm squealing in the light, definitely, at having to watch this. I am just so good. Oh, you know, this is going to say Val Venus is coming. Oh, my God. Son of a biscuit. This is. (laughs) Hey, Takamichi Noku's in the ring. Let's go. The cruiserweight champion.
2: Yeah.
0: Or light, sorry, light heavyweight champion. Correct.
1: I just watched a match uh, from. Earlier this week with Taka, uh, he opened up the New Japan show from Saturday night or Saturday Mm -hmm. afternoon.
0: And, of course, everybody getting excited for Sable.
1: Yeah. And for Mark Morrow, the crowd goes mild. Yeah. Has there ever been a bigger example of don't bring your significant other in the business. Oh, uh, I just thought of another one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was the one you was the one you thought about possibly Macho Man and Liz? Um, uh, no, Kevin cause Sullivan I don't, and Woman. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, because I don't think it ended well for uh, Liz either, to be honest, at being exposed in the wrestling <laughs> yeah. industry. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great examples of don't bring your spouse to work. Um, this okay. is one. Oh no.
2: It's Luna. But yeah,
0: so I it's, mean, the, you know, yeah. Sable, Liz, woman, um, all examples of don't bring your supposed to work for sure.
1: I just watched the dark side of the ring with Luna and it, uh, it, it was really like it, that was one of the ones that you know was really really yeah. dark
0: yeah it was yeah i love this is before the uh the sassy sable days too of you know when um this is for all the women who want to be me and all the men who come to see me i'm like yes. man I, I wanted to be sable like why am i being singled out um an evening gown match
2: Luna in an evening gown match. Kind of creepy. Ki- kind of creepy? Kind of creepy. Listen, I'm not going to shame
1: anybody. Who yeah. may... Like, neither Sable or Luna would have been more... Would have been my taste at the time. But...
0: Yeah. You know, and I mean... Like, now, here, here's the thing. Uh, it's good. Like... Imagine at this point you're Sable and you just literally spend all of your time in, you know, the woods in Saskatchewan with Brock. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, she doesn't come with him to a lot of events. Um, you know, and it's funny, Brock was, um, if you didn't catch it, it was an amazing, amazing different side of Brock on the Pat McAfee show last week, um, prior to them leaving for Saudi Arabia. Brock was on there. It was a good 50 minute interview, but he talked about his social anxiety. Right. And how he does a show and then he literally goes back to his isolated property in Saskatchewan for several days just to decompress from it. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'd have a hard time going home disabled too in the woods in Saskatchewan. Really hard time. So, did Luna
2: really call her a little squat?
0: Yes. No. She she did not. She called her a slut. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why Jr. is apologizing for the language.
1: Okay. All right. Because a little bit behind the curtain, I have my audio completely off right. and closed captioning on. Chris has his. his I have my st- audio up oh, just yeah, a little, just bit.
0: enough so I can hear it. Um, just enough so I could hear it. The captions on WWE are horrendous. Um, they were very bad during the X Pac promo. Very, very bad. Um, and they're just they're just really not great. Although uh, they did manage to spell click K L I Q, uh, which I find hilarious. Yes. Here we go. Mark Marrow and um Yeah, definitely a very close matchup here, obviously. Mark Marrow, a light heavyweight yeah. division. This is a definitely a non-title match, of course. Oh my god, unbelievable!
2: What are you doing? Sable says choking Taka. Corderas, where's the DQ, man? Oh yeah, Corderas too busy trying to get Sable's number. Oh, oh, rolls him up.
0: One, oh, two. No.
2: no, come on, Taka.
0: Oh, Meryl. Oh. With the shot right to the peas. Has him up. TKO. A, a really bad looking. Now, okay, here's the thing. Can we draw a really hilarious parallel here for a second? Sure. Yes. Stable at this point, Right married to Mark Merrill, right? right. Yeah. Eventually they divorce. She's now married to Brock Lesnar. And their finishing maneuvers are eerily similar. <laughs> yeah, cuz there's a TKO and the F5 not literally the same thing. Like uh, just, yeah, pretty much. Like, just the fun, just the like you know, the weird coincidence. Like is Sable just a big fan of the F5 or or what? Like I I don't know. What else could Brock Lesnar take for Mark Merrill? (laughs) That's the line. That's it right there. That's the tweet. (laughs) That's the tweet.
1: Like if Brock Lesnar comes out of Wrestlemania as the marvelous Brock Lesnar. Oh. Oh, this is the uh, debut of Kai and Tai. Speaking of new eras. Dick Dick to go. Um... Men's Tejo and Funaki.
0: Funaki, that's right.
1: Dick Togo, he's heading up to the top uh, rope there now. Uh, Oh my god. He is currently a member of House of Torture in New Japan. Uh, Funaki is, I think, still training in Texas, and I don't know what happened to Men's Tejo. Kai and Tai with
0: the decimation. JR, no one doesn't know what to think. Here we are. We're back after commercial.
2: Oh, Jimmy. Oh, speak of the devil. Speak of the devil. There's Dan Severn.
0: So this is the Midnight Express. Bodacious Kinda. Bart and Bombastic Bob. <laughs> against uh the headbangers the nwa tag team championships on the line here so no intros no semblance that it's actually a title match but this is for the nwa tag titles
2: it is yes definitely the midnight express Cornette on commentary
0: yes and he pretty
2: much looks the same yep
1: now, as he does it.
0: Yep, and again, Dan Severn is the NWA Heavyweight Champion at this point. So, lots of NWA related. Oh my God, what the hell was that? <laughs> True. Uh, so you get Bart Gunn and Bob Holly, of course, are your Midnight Express uh, guys at this point? Because obviously, both. you're going to put the guy who got knocked
2: out by Butterbean in a championship tag match the next night. Yep.
0: Oh, see, and that was a line I remember. If you go back and read the dirt sheets at the time, that line that Cornette just said on commentary got a lot of heat with backstage with the WWE guys, where he put Severn over for beating Shamrock in the octagon. Uh-huh. Um, not received very well backstage. Uh, because again, right, you know, Shamrock is in, you know, in sort of that midcard intercontinental title picture over the next few months. Uh, and again, just got a little bit of a buried job by Cornette there. By the way, uh, this is pre Brawl for All. Oh, this so, is pre Brawl for All. Yeah. Oh, bra- yeah. So the it was bra- fifteen. Yeah, the Brawl for All. Um, the Brawl for All would only start in June. Okay. I apologize for my. Yeah, uh, I thought it was before it too, but. Um, the brawl for All would only start on June 29th.
2: Breaking news. Uh, DX is going to be introducing a new member,
1: uh, later on this evening during That's this. Right.
0: That's right. DX continues on their, um, thing, but yeah, the, the brawl for All actually ran in the summer and then the. Butterbean match wouldn't happen until WrestleMania, so it wasn't really part of the Brawl for All. Okay. Um, because the Brawl for All would end on the August twenty fourth episode of Raw when Bart Gunn knocks out Bradshaw. Then Bart Gunn would come back in February of ninety nine to build towards um the um match with Butterbean at WrestleMania fifteen.
1: And that was when they did the Steve Williams in the Kabuki mask yep. stuff, too, I think.
0: Yeah. Gun came back, feuded with Bob Holly, feuded with Dr. Death, and then would get absolutely decimated by Butterbean and never heard from ever again.
1: Pretty much. All right. This would oh. be one of the headbangers with the big power slam.
0: Oh. Bart interrupts the count.
1: So the original Midnight Express was Randy Rhodes and oh, I just had it because he was a member with Bobby Eaton as well.
0: Dennis Condry.
1: Uh, Dennis Condry, and then Condry left for some reason, and we got Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton, and they were the Midnight Express up until that team broke up when Cornette Lane left WCW.
0: Yeah. The old way, Rocket way, Launcher. Way back, they used to do They had a, The original version of it was a three-man Freebird rules. With Condry, Randy Rose, and Norval Austin, back okay. in old back in Southeast Championship Wrestling, uh, it did. But in once they came to Mid South, was when Bobby Eaton got in there and Cornette, um, you know, built that squad that the the more common version of the Midnight Express that people know. Oh wow, Severn is just gonna decimate these guys with a suit on
1: severin is one of
0: the toughest guys in the world at
1: this point legitimately but had pretty much the showbiz stuff as your local avocado like just
2: yeah
0: absolutely
1: no charisma
0: yeah and again i mean that was kind of the difference between you know, why Shamrock was a, had such a successful run in wrestling because Shamrock had, I mean, he wasn't charismatic by any stretch of the imagination, but his personal presentation was something that, you know, the crowd could adhere to, his intensity, his screaming. Severin was just a, a cucumber, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. And not in a, good. who's on the phone?
2: Uh-oh. Steve <laughs> Austin on the phone. He got his one phone call and he called JR over the arena. <laughs> wow. <gasps> Such language. The, the, the death penalty <laughs> for this for
0: the Stone Stunners. Cold Stunner? That's right. He said last time he checked. The the penalty for giving someone the stone cold stunner is not the death penalty, so Vince McMahon's ass belongs to me. Next week,
2: next week on Monday Night Raw. Yep. Yeah. Fix your signs.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, we've still got hey, we still got the main event to come here. The New Age Outlaws against uh, Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie in a steel cage. Woo! Here we are. Oh, old Blue. Old Blue. So you know oh, they got to take some time to set it up. Yeah, you got the referee there helping. Is that, is that Tony Chimmel putting it together? Uh-oh. I might have been. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, the lights are out. What the hell's happening here? here. Undertaker! Oh, it's Kane. My God, okay. what's wrong with me? Oh, well, he's, but he's
2: not scheduled to be there. Kane's oh. music. Well, it's a good thing they set his pyro up. Oh, Paul Bear. Of course, the
1: first time they, uh, Kane and The Undertaker met was the night before at WrestleMania.
0: Yep. Undertaker
1: wins the match after three tombstones. Don't forget the encore of
2: WrestleMania tomorrow night.
0: That's right. (laughs)
2: Yep. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't know about you. But I've never heard of many brothers that set each other on fire.
0: No, that's a bit excessive. it's a
1: bit excessive. Might thing might make things interesting at Thanksgiving.
0: Definitely would be a yeah. I don't think there was many happy Thanksgivings at, in the uh, in the Kane Undertaker household.
2: Well, you, you we say that, but they did
1: seem to get over it in team tag team That's after right. a
0: while. Brothers of Destruction. So a very successful. could have got team. together and had turkey. Possibly. Do yes. you
1: think Kane's a turkey guy or a ham guy?
0: Oh, he's definitely a turkey guy. He's from Tennessee, yeah. man. Come on.
2: Yeah, but they got the honey ham down there.
0: Uh, no, he's a turkey guy.
2: We're Massive. just talking oh. about turkey and ham because this promo is basically a
1: time killer to get
0: the cage set up to give
1: them time to set the cage it's up. The
0: classic Paul Bearer yeah. promo
1: mm-hmm. and he was the guy to send out there because if you needed somebody to stretch there is nobody yep. better than Paul Bearer to be able to
0: do yeah that. this has been two minutes and he said a grand total of 27 words
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: great promo cadence though I always as, as, as annoying as Paul Bearer was his promo cadence was just fantastic he could do more with 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 less words than a lot of people could
2: he was proud paul bear was proud of his baby boy oh my god he had a dream was it an Ameri- was it an american dream
0: i had a dream he says
2: i heard somebody else say that before
0: yeah i Probably not something that you want Paul Bearer to be stealing, but hey, (laughs) I'm down with it.
1: The rings are, oh, because we are going to Unforgiven, and that's the first Inferno match.
0: Yep. Correct.
2: Before they figured out how to do it.
0: Step into the dream. So you did mention it, and they're mentioning it here in this promo. Uh, The next pay-per-view would be In Your House Unforgiven, which would air April 26th from Greensboro, North Carolina, 21,427 in attendance. Quick peek at the card. Farouk would actually team with Ken Shamrock and Steve Blackman to take on The Nation and would pick up the win. Triple H uh, would retain the European Championship by beating Owen Hart. The Midnight Express defeated the Rock and Roll Express for the <laughs> to retain the NWA Tag Team Championship. Luna Vachon would beat Sable in an evening gown match. The New Age Outlaws, because defeat... of course she did.
1: Yes. Do you think Vince new... was not going to have not going to have a reason to pull Sable's
0: dress off that's, on pay per view? That's right. That's right. Uh, the New Age Outlaws would defeat LOD to retain the tag team championship. Um The Undertaker would defeat Kane in the er- Inferno match, we just saw a promo about. And Dude Love would pick up a victory over WWF champion Stone Cold Steve Austin via disqualification. So we're like we're only a couple couple weeks away from the from Dude Love. Yeah. I think it's next week, actually. Courtney. Corporate
2: dude love.
0: Yeah. Oh, here we go. Because we're still on the chainsaw Charlie. Oh, that's hot. Hot Chainsaw Charlie with a hot cherry funk laying on a bed here, getting 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 lubed up. (laughs) Here's Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie. I like Chainsaw, well, Chainsaw Charlie better when he has the pantyhose over his face.
1: Yeah, Chainsaw Charlie has given it up at this point. He's not wearing the the pantyhose over his face. He's wearing a funk you t-shirt. Like he we've just given up all pretenses of this now. They may as well just call him Terry Funk.
0: Yeah, the cage is barely half up at this point either. But we're like, hey, we're going. It's live TV, baby. Because this Raw was live, so.
1: Yeah, much easier uh, much easier now when they do the cage that drops down.
0: Yeah, well, it was also much easier when they were pre-taping, um, you know, the, the Raws the week before and editing them as yeah. opposed to doing it live, right? Another little recap here, another little uh, promo job for the Tuesday Night Encore. WrestleMania 14, which you can currently watch on the WWE Network. No! Can't help but do it. You asked better. Who to didn't call know somebody? The jobs. There is no
2: <laughs> love it. And there is no way these days that Vince would have a grate on his stage that was all burnt out from Pyro. No. So we're going into the main event here. We've got seven minutes left in the show. Yeah, that's it. It's a cage match. Oh, the Job Squad. I would pay good money for a pin me, pin me shirt right now. And here we go. The bell is wrong.
1: Terry Funk beating up Billy Gunn, uh, former the former father job. of the Ass Boys.
0: Job Squad. By the way, Al Snow was the uh, the only member that lasted the entirety of it. Other members included Bob Holly, Scorpio, Dwayne Gill, who would go on to become Gilberg, and the Blue Meanie. Oh, he goes to the back. Oh no, we're in the cage here. So again, old school cage rules. Get out of the cage is the is how you win. I don't know. Th- actually, I, before, oh, is this a I pinfall? Saw, this is pinfall submission
1: in the cage. This isn't an escape.
0: Oh, okay, well, then we're changing the rules on the fly here.
1: <laughs> it, wasn't a, it wasn't a legal dumpster. That's
0: amazing. Uh, it wasn't a legal. You could you imagine.
2: <laughs> the ass boy's father uh, hanging from the cage. That's right.
0: He better be careful because Triple H will buy that piss ant company and fire his ass again. <laughs> Gun um, gun club better be careful.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Listen, Shane's gonna invade AEW anyway. You watch. Oh my oh, God! Oh no! Look at oh. the, look at the cage almost fall off. The cage buckles. This is just literally like some old ass rotten scaffolding. Uh oh, is that is that rope or is that uh, handcuffs? Those are handcuffs. Oh Terry Funk now going at B A Billy Gunn. Uh, Terry Funk's constant growling during the match I love it Terry Funk had
1: retired three times At this point in 1998 uh, And continued to wrestle Until I believe 2016 Was his actual last match
0: Terry Funk At this point by the way Is 57 years old During the uh, During this show 57 No what did I say Fifty seven. So uh, fifty three. Fifty three. I think I said fifty three the first time. Fifty three would be okay. correct. Crazy. Yeah.
2: And they caught He was fifty three and they called him middle aged and crazy. And look at
0: this. Handcuffs around the neck.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm trying to get it. Luckily, he can stand. He's got just enough room there. These guys oh. did some heinous things To each other Like yes. the dumpster matches and stuff Were were pretty intense
2: Yeah Speaking of things you couldn't do These days
0: Yeah Hang <laughs> somebody from the cage by their neck Oh cactus with the double DDT He's gotta reach down and get something extra. The fourth quarter is here. Jr. says, "Oh no!" The classic cactus Jack fling into the cage. The catapult. Oh, look at there! Nice, Change with the, Terry. Left, the left hand. Oh, there goes the road dog into the top rope. Oh no! Oh no! We're going to get a snook a moment here.
2: Ratchet strapping the cage to the terminal.
0: Yeah, that's this is not a good sign. This cage no. looks rickety like it, it's it, the ratchet strap doesn't even look tied to anything. Really, <laughs> it looks like it's just hanging there. <laughs> oh. Oh. No. oh, wait a minute. Here comes, here comes DX. DX. It looks like it was an actual cage match, apparently, because Cactus trying to
2: get out. Well, they but they did say on
1: commentary that Cactus oh. is leaving his partner because it's pinfalls or submissions. In oh the, right. So.
2: Oh no! So. X-Pac gets him the chair. What
0: is this? Jr. Just reiterates spike or submission only.
1: Spike on the chair.
0: He rolls them over. Oh, the worm! And then the one, One, two, two, three, three, And the New Age Outlaws with their new buddies are the tag team champions. So you were wondering who the next new members of DX were going to be.
1: And this isn't out of nowhere. Um, the The Outlaws had teamed up with Triple H and was supposed To be Shawn Michaels at the previous Pay-per-view before Wrestlemania Yeah, It was supposed to be um, Shawn Michaels It ended up being Savio Vega at No Way Out Of Texas And they were all crotch chopping And Terry Funk's getting Tied up to the cage I
0: was going to say they've tied him up now in, In a crucifix position They're tying his legs up there too So there you go. Yeah, the king on commentary is saying, look, they're giving the DX sign the new age outlaws. So you want to, again, you want to talk about new eras. Oh, and here's a Bronco
2: Buster.
1: Oh, to the back. And let's not forget that that makes the outlaws the new tag team champions.
0: That's right.
1: And, and, re- and the really, European
0: let's champion, say the European champion, the tag champions.
1: Let's say for what it is, Terry Funk was tied up so that he didn't as a way to for him not to have to take that much of a beating after the heck of a match at yeah, WrestleMania.
0: Like, exactly. Oh, no. The ch- Oh, wow. Oh, an un unprot- again. Something you would never see now. An unprotected chair shot right to the dome, and there it is. Your first look at new DX as Raw goes off the air. X-Pac, Triple H, China, and the New Age Outlaws. So again, the memory of Shawn Michaels is gone. DX has moved on. You have a new. World Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion in Stone Cold Steve Austin. The new era of WWF has begun. So this show had to be had to have beat Nitro, right? Mm, no, that would be incorrect. Oh, um, Raw. This Raw rating would be three point eight. If I'm not mistaken, the Nitro rating was four point two if i remember correctly
1: yeah also so, so, what, so between I,
0: I, I i do okay, want to say ahead. just a couple things the re- the reason why um uh nitro 1 is because it had um the one of the best promos that we've ever seen in the history of wrestling okay um because this was the night that Chris Jericho did the list of a thousand and four holds. Well, no wonder they won. <laughs> so, if you want to talk about the reason why Nitro won, it had nothing to do with any of the matches and everything to do with the fact that this was the night that Chris Jericho debuted the list of a thousand and four holds. If you've never seen that promo, um uh, go look it up on YouTube. It is absolutely just top-tier Chris Jericho Smarmy Heel um stuff. So yeah, that's why that's why Nitro won.
1: Well, that was the uh March thirtieth, nineteen ninety-eight version, the night after WrestleMania of Monday Night Raw. Next time we're on uh, Ringside Rewind, we'll take a look at SummerSlam and the return of Shawn Michaels, kind of putting a book to it. Tell us what you think of uh, this a watch along. Hopefully you enjoyed it. You can do that on our Twitter at Ringside Rewind, on our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Ringside Rewind. I am on Twitter at C.D. Lawrence, and he is at
0: SnaggleJay. As always, we want to thank you for listening to this episode of Ringside Rewind. Uh, We appreciate it if you're listening on RingsideRewind.com or your podcast app of choice on Android or iOS. We greatly appreciate your time. Thank you so much. We love doing these episodes. Watch-alongs always give us another little wrinkle of stuff. And I'm very excited for us to put the bookend on this with the return of Shawn Michaels next time. But, hey, thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe. Go listen at RingsideRewind.com or subscribe in your podcast app of choice on Android or iOS. And until next time, be
2: kind and rewind.